Well, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Do me a quick solid. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Give me a follow. It would mean the world to me. And now here's a quick snippet of what you might have missed last week. A goes where A goes. And he, oh, and he goes to the... A-B-C-D-E-F-G. Like you know I've never, yes. ever once misplaced a file. Ever once. Ne- I'm, I'm just discovering I'm so meat and potatoes as I <laughs> hear about right. these things. And just, just like, just what, about, what about Missionary, titties? two and a half minutes, done. Thank you very much. Dave just prefers meat and potatoes dumped on his feet to get him <laughs> <Is> to <that> move. <laughs> and now coming up on this episode of Real Garbage. They didn't even clear that store out before they trashed it. They're like, he's gone, yeah. smash it. I'm like, it's full of rare items. One being the mogwai <laughs> that you don't even know was there. Is it mogwai or mogwomp? Mogwai. Okay, what's a mogwomp then? I, I, something you made up. Okay. That's, that checks <laughs> Is it from out. from Super Mario Brothers? Totally. Uh, I'm going to Google it. I feel like a mugwomp. Maybe that was what they called the Sasquatch because there's probably proprietary rights on Sasquatch for the coconut guys. They're called mugwomps. I don't know. It sounds like some sort of made up like sound you make when you're like, oh man, everybody's so sad. Mogwomp. <laughs> That's what and I apologize if this is a racial slur that I've inadvertently picked up somewhere. <laughs> I we had people no are typing one. right now, these sons of bitches. No idea. Call me a mogwomp. Yeah, this one we had a blast reviewing Gremlins 2, the new batch from 1990. 31 years later, this movie still holds up. It's so good. Darren Miller joined me for this one. He's from the Ill Informers podcast. Check it out if you haven't already. We're going to get right to this review after a quick word from our fake sponsors. Did you used to have dreams and aspirations? Did you want to make a million dollars? Did you want to have a timeshare in Cabo, a jet ski boat, the love of your father? Well, look no further. Pick up those shattered pieces of your, of your shards of your potential and glue them back together with Dream Repair Real Estate Licensing Incorporated. Did you want to be a lawyer? Get Dream Repair Licensing Real Estate Incorporated. Wanted to be a doctor? Dream Repair Licensing Real Estate Incorporated. You wanted to be a rock and roll star? Lower your expectations and come in with Dream Repair Licensing Real Estate Incorporated. For four easy payments of $999 and one easy eye exam, you may get Dream Repair Licensing Real Estate Incorporated. Not recognized in 48 of the continental United States, nor in Canada. May only practice in the Republic of Guyana, selling commercial real estate spaces less than 40 feet in square diameter. Dream Repair Licensing Real Estate Incorporated, because you're just not quite ready to give up yet. Are you a new parent having trouble with your newborn baby? Just can't seem to get it to sleep? Well, then call the Professional Baby Shakers Limited Liability Corporation. Professional Baby Shakers will come to your house and shake your baby softly to sleep. Unless you really want them to sleep, then we'll shake it really hard. Professional Baby Shakers are fully licensed to shake your baby left, right, up, and down. Call them today or check out the website, professionalbabyshakers.com. I should have put more thought into that. <laughs> no, I like, I like that. That's uh, people. They do tell you when you have kids. I got two kids. They tell you not to shake them. But in actual fact, 
uh, I recommend shaking babies. <laughs> well, that was that was uh, that brought to you by commercial was uh, inspired by the Ill Informers. Mm. Darren's co-host Nash Park. Shout out to Nash Park. Big baby shaker. This guy, baby shaker. You guys were talking about sh- shaking trees or something. He's like, ah, I'm a professional baby shaker, and I uh, came and shook some trees instead <laughs> to knock the apples off it. Uh, yeah, trees are much more resilient than babies. That's true. The uh, <laughs> uh, I do I do remember there's something where I I understand uh, parents who shake babies. Oh, this could be comment comment below if you have anything you want to say. But I remember sitting and my daughter going to sleep and she must have been like she was months old and crying and crying. It's like three in the morning. You're exhausted as a new parent. You're just like, oh fuck. And just look and I would just remember thinking, I was like, oh, this is how it happens. Cause you're just going, if I just put the pillow <laughs> over her head, just she would be quiet for a bit. That would be amazing. And then you're like, oh, that's that's how uh that's how you wind up in prison. I that man like how many kids do you have two two three yeah two, two. how old are they uh how old are they good question Jeff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we 15, can edit this we'll just get out of this fifteen and eleven I don't know if I could do it like I was at the park on Sunday this past weekend which was beautiful oh, just yeah. went and my you know my 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 girl and I just went and chilled on Sunday at uh, Playfair Park man. You, if you if you're a big fan of rhododendrons, those mm-hmm. really cool flowers only flower for like three weeks of the year. Go there because somebody planted a a forest of them about seventy years ago. So they're like full where, tree size. Where is this park? Playfair Park. It's just off of you take uh, the highway to Quadra mm-hmm. and then turn on Quadra and go into town. It passes Mackenzie, and then you it just just as it curves up past Mackenzie, you turn left on Rock Street and it's mm-hmm. at the at the end of the street. Okay. It's it's amazing. Like, there's like a dozen or 15 different colors of rotos and they're like tree sized because normally they're just pretty small people keep improving i have one yeah. in the front there it's like this big but these ones are like full-on trees all twisted and gnarly and stuff it's just it's so cool that's good you guys were on mushrooms when you're out there no no, no, no no we were not that's this weekend <laughs> that's this weekend but what i was saying what i was getting at was somebody had a baby there oh yeah and it was just screaming at one point and the mom's going like nobody wants to hear you crying come on now nobody wants to hear you crying you could just hear that vo- that like like that rage in her voice that she oh. just wanted to choke that child well and that's one of the the most taunting things about being a parent is you is you get in you realize that everyone no one wants to hear that so you're at a park you, you've taken your baby to the movie theater for some ridiculous reason <laughs> and then your baby starts crying and you're like oh Oh, this is so, and it's embarrassing, and you want to do that. Just be quiet, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not, it. it's not for the faint of heart. And like, I think people, I'm pretty tolerant of it. I kind of go, oh, but but people do get upset with uh, with people and their babies like crying in in public spaces. And I'm like, oh, I understand that, but I'm also like, it's a fucking baby, and it's gonna cry. We were all babies once. I guess I'm too faint of heart. I'm just not gonna do it. Dude. I'm too old. I'm, I'm I'm almost forty. I'm like you know. You're not gonna bang out a couple of little munchkins and just fucking nope. No, nope. You've just everyone else. <laughs> everyone else can worry about it. Everybody else can worry about yeah. it. I like the option of just being 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 able to go. Well, I'm getting out of this situation. Do you have siblings? I do. You so you got nieces and nephews and stuff. Uh yes. So I have a cousin, like two two cousins who now both have kids. My cousin Chantel has two. Uh, Cousins are are not the same. Well, as they're, so they're second cousins. Okay. So no, no, sorry. So yeah, wow. Okay, no, <laughs> my brother and sister have not. My older brother's not having children. Yeah, he's like no. He's him and I are on the same page. And my my sister's like, oh, I totally want to. Like, all right, cool, right on. Mm-hmm. 
but even she's getting like 37 this year and that's oh like, yeah that's so she's like years. she's like yeah. i want to have kids eventually i'm like well you better do it now yeah i just finished this book called countdown about the declining sperm count and like reproductive rate <sighs> of humans right now we're on a decline man that's I, not I've, a bad thing it's that's... it well it's not well how's we're gonna be able to buy a house at some point in the next 20 30 years so I just got. Nice. I just gonna wait till I retire <laughs> yeah. and then scrape together my pennies. My whole plan is once I hit fifty five, then I'm gonna buy in a fifty five plus park. I mm. figure there's other people like minded like myself that are thinking the same thing. I was like, we should just get yeah. a bunch of us together and just buy a whole trailer park. Dude, I used to work with this old lady, not old lady, um, older lady, older than me. <clears throat> she may she may watch this, so I'm gonna be like, ooh. <laughs> And uh, I heard you on real garbage. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> you are, you know, you're fucking old. <laughs> the uh, but she was saying that's what everyone's doing. Uh, all those people are buying houses together. So you're like, you, you go in on a get a nice big old Victorian house or whatever it is, four or five bedrooms, and you get in there with a couple other people and and buy your space and hang out. And that's the way to do it. And you're like, yeah, who needs a fucking I mean, it's just not gonna be like our parents' generation where they had two-car garage and blah, blah. Like, my parents bought a house. My dad's like, well, that house was, you know, cost me as much as four, like, four years pay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I can't buy a house that's a two hundred grand thousand dollar house. This ain't gonna fucking happen. Dude, we did a job this week for some guy. We rip, ripped up a patio and laid down grass. Mm-hmm. And he had bought the house that he was in in 1962 for $9,000 in Fernwood. And you know how much he was making? Because, like, we were joking about it. He's like, oh, he's probably making, like, 25 cents an hour. We asked him. He's 96 years yeah. old. How much were you making when he bought this house? And he goes, uh, I was making $13 an hour. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> In 1962, yeah. $13 an hour. I'm like, that that house was paid for. Oh, yeah. Because you weren't paying for Netflix and, and yeah. phone and internet and all that crap. Me, I was making five dollars an hour at Seven Eleven in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, all like, the pepper, how? all the hot rod pepper Roy sixties oh, steal, all the <laughs> magazines and cigarettes and sl- all the Slurpees you could drink. Yeah, if I had a time machine, I'm not going back to kill Hitler. I'm going back to buy property <laughs> yes. in Fernwood. I don't seventy know, years ago. You got to find the right people to move in together with, though. That's the thing. But it yeah. would be like if you think about it, it'd be cool to get a bunch of people together who. Who want to make like sketch comedy and do mm-hmm. and do stand up and podcast and have a big enough backyard where you could host people and oh, do yeah. comedy shows in the backyard? That'd be cool. I also though I'm at the age too where I want to be left alone a lot. Yeah. So if I, I guys agree. are like, you're coming down here to do some beer pox, we're gonna make <laughs> a fucking whatever sketch, and I'm like, God, I'm trying to read my book. I live alone for a reason because <laughs> I'm really starting to hate people. Except for guests. Thanks yeah, for, thanks yeah, for, that's good. Coming. It's a very there's a very hard out, and it's not my hard out. It's <laughs> Jeff is like, this podcast is done. He's like, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Are you an underpaid handyman? Are you tired of doing jobs for ungrateful customers and getting paid shit for it? Well, then do I have the solution for you? Willie Gray's here, and I'm here to tell you about something that will change your life. Introducing Shit Seal, the strongest, most flexible waterproof tape on the planet. Because this shit, am I right? No job is too big for Shit Seal. Leaky faucet, Shit Seal it. Cracks in the house foundation, Shit Seal Loose cupboard door, you got it, buddy. Slap some Shit Seal on it. Get the fuck out of there and let some other asshole deal with it. They're not paying you what you're worth anyway, so why go the extra mile? Shit Seal takes the headache out of those pesky home repairs and frees you up to do what you really want to be doing. 
Getting high. Getting high. Shit Seal comes with a lifetime warranty, so if that shit breaks, it's not your problem anyway. Once you're paid, these old rich pieces of shit. Shit Seal. Available on my handyman website, willygrays.com. Order now and you'll receive a copy of my new book, Willie Gray's How to Be a at Work and in Real Life. You'll learn all sorts of life hacks like how to take up two parking spaces at the grocery store, how to block aisles like a boss, and how to enrage other drivers by following too closely and not using your turn signal. That's shit because f*** it. So Gremlins 2. Oh. I love this. When you suggested this, I was like, you know what? Yeah. I haven't, this was 1990. Yeah. I haven't seen this. I watched this when I was eight. This is a PG-13 rating. PG-13 rating. It was. I watched it when I was eight. So it was such a, that's what I, I remember watching the first Gremlins because I'm older than you by. How old like, are you? I'm 45. Okay. So you got like a seven year. Yeah. You're six and a half years older than me. So I watched, let's not get, I'm a, I'm a couple years older than you. The, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I'm the, 27. You're way older than me. That's right. Yes. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm 27. I've got the body of a 90 year old. The, the, I watched the first movie at, uh, at a drive through in a double feature in the back of a station wagon, watched the first Gremlins. Oh, this Gremlins, I don't think I saw in the theater because I think I was 15. So I was probably like, oh, this is a bit. I'm, above, to watch a gre- I'm above this. I'm trying to watch, I'm trying to read the subtitles as fast as I can for that French movie. Um, but I do think. Like watching it, I was so impressed. I thought it was great, and I know it. Got, I know it got slammed, and people were like, "That is a horrible movie." But it was a good movie. It didn't though. I, I tried not to look at the the reviews before I started watching. I was like, "I'm just gonna go in" because I'd seen this movie. I, thinking back now, I'd watch, probably watched it half a dozen times when I was younger. It scared the hell out of me, but for some reason, I had this weird sadistic love of watching movies that scared the shit out of me when I was growing up. So how did this? I guess you were six years old. I was gonna be like, how did this eight. movie? Eight. Yes. How did this movie scare you? Because uh, it is. It's so. It's. It's like the Muppet Show. Yes, it. it I agree, but it's the <laughs> the actual Gremlins themselves like were were terrifying mm-hmm. because they're so well done. They're so well made. Yeah, because like just their skin, their reptilian skin, and their razor sharp teeth, and their freaky eyes—they just the way they move—it just creeped me out. Like, because I always, you're a kid, you got a pretty vivid imagination, Mm -hmm. so like everything, everything is real. Gremlins are actually outside in the yard at night when the sun goes down because they don't like the sunlight. The lady with the sphinx cat—you're like, that's a gremlin. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, there was a movie called Ghoulies. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that one. Yes, the monsters came out of the toilet. Was that the? Is that the sort of Gremlins ripoff too, or was it before? Ooh, that's a good question. It might, yeah. might have been around the same time. There was Ghoulies, Critters, and Gremlins. Critters ah, was critters rated is R. The one I'm thinking. That one was rated R. Was there boobs in it? That's why they're rated R. Probably boobs, but a lot of blood and gore. Yeah, like Gremlins, they weren't ripping people apart. They were biting, but that was about it. Yeah, because I found this movie. I did uh, end up saying to my wife, "I was like, oh, I would like to watch this with my nephews who are." who are four and seven. And she's like, you can't watch this with them. They're going to be terrified. I was like, these are lovable. Like I thought Jim Henson until I started reading about it. I thought, Oh, for sure. This is Jim Henson Muppet creatures, but it's not. It's some other brothers. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the guy, the people that made Looney tunes. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause there's the, that's the first thing about the movie when they open <laughs> up with that cartoon, like straight away. I just, uh, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a kid's movie. It, yeah, I don't know. It, like that's what I was expecting was it to have a PG rating. I thought, oh, I remember Gremlins being a kids movie. Then mm-hmm. when I looked, I was like PG thirteen. Oh, well, that's a little different. I don't know why they would have got the PG thirteen rating. Well, because people are pretty uptight back in the I guess nineties. 
they would have been very like anything anything mildly scary plus also you want to entice those under 13s to come into the theater so you make it pg-13 and you're like oh i'm gonna sneak in i remember sneaking in to see total recall so good so um get your ass to mars and it was i was horrified by it (laughs) wait was it the three boobs or was when arnie falls into the surface of mars and is going it was his eyes are bugging out of his face and the creature on the back uh is it on his chest he's got the queen (laughs) yes start the reactor oh my god disgusting (laughs) that was pretty gross i think it was coming out of his stomach was it his stomach he was a good host. He was a good host for... Yeah, it may have been his back. I Queef, was it? Was that the name Quaid. of it? Quaid. 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 Uh, I think it's Douglas Quaid, I think. Uh, Dennis Quaid? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shitter was full. Oh, wait, no. That's Randy Quaid. I just got those two mixed up. Dennis Quaid, I guess... Uh, that wasn't the Dennis. creature in his chest. That was Randy Quaid? <laughs> oh, God. You gotta get your, gotta get your ass to Mars. <laughs> so, so good. Um, okay, do you want to tell people what Gremlins oh, 2, God. the new batch, is all about? Okay, so Gremlins 2, <laughs> the new batch, uh, I don't remember her name. Billy uh, Billy and Phoebe Cates from the first movie mm. moved to the big city of uh, New York City, the biggest city. Hey, uh, Moved there and uh, trying to make it in the world in um, Clamp Towers. And then there is a an infestation of gremlins they're revisited by that uh, that tear apart the tower and uh, and you know force them to rethink everything in their lives. This clamp guy, I swear he's so. I think the episode of Simpsons with Scorpio came out after this movie. Don't like him? Then neither do I. Get the hell out of here! Ha! Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? He was a lot like Scorpio. I have no, I have no pop culture knowledge, so. <gasps> So How do you, you not it? know Scorpio? <laughs> I don't Simpsons. know who is Scorpio. Scorpio was a he was a a businessman. Like I, my friend, my friend Tyler likes to c- uh, compare him to Elon Musk because mm-hmm. like Elon Musk, you know, he built a flamethrower. Scorpio had a flamethrower. He was a very like outgoing business guy, but mm-hmm. he was like a super villain at the same time. Oh my God, Homer, you did a great job. When you get home, there's going to be another story on your house. Like just that, that kind of like fast talking. Always like, oh, like we need to figure out how to do how to turn this into a business sort of thing. And that's just... what Clamp was. Yeah, well, Clamp, I thought for sure, um, what is it, is Scorpio only in one episode of The Simpsons? Yes. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up. Dude, I'll, I'm going to send you some Scorpio uh, research and, well, information here. Okay, <laughs> perfect, because I'll take, because I, when I saw the Clamp guy, um, I was like, oh man, this is Donald Trump. Like, that's who they're fucking with, is Donald Trump a little bit, because they come in and, uh, in the beginning of the movie, they they have the I took Manhattan and he's selling his book and I'm like, oh, that's got to be a lot. So look up Trump Art of the Deal. I was like, yeah, 1987, and he's still got that same kind of slimy, um, I don't know, Trump Trumpishness <laughs> about that him. Uh, Trump <laughs> essence to him. Look at me. Um, so yeah, then we get right into this. This is a. Clamp Corporation is basically trying to uh, take over this one block so they can build the, oh, right. the first fully automated, basically AI. This is like 1990s AI, for fully automated building. And is it also like a living space yeah. too? Like, or is it just a business? I think it's place. Just because it seemed to have a lot of different facets. Like there was a genetics lab, and yeah. there was a like a, um, a concession stand. Seemed to be like a movie theater in there as well. Yeah, there was a food a food court, and then there was also, yeah, there was a bunch of there was like a Wall Street in there because at one point the Gremlins take over, and you're like, is that Wall Street's moved into the building now? 
and it, this, yeah, it seemed like they were just trying to encompass everything they possibly could into one building. When they go in and buy, try to, um, from, oh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who has the, he's the last holdout in Chinatown mm-hmm. and they go to try to buy it from him. Um, there's a few thing. There's a few things in the movie that come up where I'm like, we're we're talking, we're trying to highlight uh, stop Asian Asian hate. I think, but the thing was uh, every time in the '80s, Chinatown, and then they do that. I'm like, are you? I don't think that's on anymore. Like you're not allowed to do that. And every the guy, there's a guy in there who um, played Long Duck Dong in Sixteen Candles. There was a few people from Sixteen Candles in the movie. Hmm. And the oh, guy was with, Long Duck Dong, the guy, the the cameraman, the cameraman, that right? So was, good. He's he's <laughs> hilarious. But then I was like reading about him. I'm like, I wonder if he gets a lot of a lot of flack because he he's a Asian American, but he doesn't speak uh, any Asian languages. I think his parents are Chinese, uh, and but he's made a career of being like this sort of this stereotypical Asian, I'm the tourist with the camera and that. I wonder if there's any blowback. He's like 65 right now and he's mm-hmm. made a pretty good living. So I'm sure he's like, I don't give a shit. But well, if you think about it, this is 1990. It, it wasn't as, people weren't as woke as they are right now. So back then it was like, hey, if I can pigeonhole myself into this yeah. one spot here and make a good yeah. living out of it. Like you look at a lot of people, actors who were the henchmen, like the the, the bad guys against like mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He always had Bolo Young. Bolo Young was just the dude. He's like, we need a big Asian guy that can do martial arts. Bolo Young, Bolo put Young. him in there. He was like the guy that always fought Van Damme in movies. I so was, I, I, could, I could see, yeah, back then it didn't really matter. Now just, it's like, well, you can't really play that oriental music. <laughs> and you can't even say anymore no jesus i have to sound like my grandmother she's like it could have been worse i said you're like grandma you can't say that (laughs) the uh yeah i always thought that too like i always figured if i had been a um like a little person uh i would have moved to hollywood immediately and i would have been like any santa claus movies i'm fucking down like the paycheck's gonna be awesome and yeah i'm i've great i've got my niche warwick davis made a huge living on being a a tiny person Dude, and he slid right into being a like he's all the Harry Potter movies, and then what do you do after that? You're like uh, just fan conventions for the rest of your yeah. life, selling autographs for twenty five bucks a pop. People still love Willow. It's still oh, a yeah. great movie. Yeah. And um, there's a mo- also a movie I think it's called Life Is Short, and it's him and Ricky Gervais, oh, yes. and it's it's worth watching. Yeah, it's great. There's a scene with Liam Neeson where Liam Neeson's trying to do comedy. Okay, let's do some improvisational comedy. I can't now, Liam. It's the bad um, Let's do some improvisational comedy now. Okay. <laughs> so good. So they're trying to take over this this shop, and the you know the, the old dude's coughing, and they leave. They're like, "Oh man, how are we going to get this shop?" And he's like, "Don't worry, do you hear that cough? He doesn't have long." Then all of a sudden, boom! Six weeks later, he's dead. I'm like, "What?" Oh wow! They didn't waste any time in this. Yeah. Well, and they got they got right into the movie because then it's like Billy and Phoebe Cates walk into the building. I there was some stuff about the movie that was great too, like the automatic doors. Each time they went past <laughs> the auto, there was always something going on with them. Like they're always broken. So yeah. he, but he's stuck in the rotating door at the start there. Oh, and then like, just, just spits them out and <laughs> just like a cacophony of papers and yeah, it was f- pretty fantastic. It was a little bit of little bit of slapstick, slapstick mm-hmm. uh, peppered into this. Well, that was the great thing about it. Like all the way through, just it was all bits, right? It was all like they did. They were just like, we've got these gremlins. Let's fucking go. We're doing bits, man. <laughs> in the building. I think that's why I liked it so much was that it would just, it kept you interested. You're like, man, what's the next one going to be? What's the next one going to be? I was kind of, 
interested in the fact they didn't even clear that store out before they trashed it. They're like, he's gone, yeah. smash it. I'm like, it's full of rare items. One being the mogwai <laughs> that you don't even know was there. Is it mogwai or mogwamp? Mogwai. Okay, what's a mogwamp then? I, I, something you made up. Okay, That's, that checks <laughs> Is from out. from Super Mario Brothers? Totally. Uh, I'm going to Google it. I feel like a mugwamp. Maybe that was what they called the Sasquatch because there's probably proprietary rights on Sasquatch for the coconut guys. They're called mugwamps. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of made up like sound you make. Like, oh, man, everybody's so sad. Mugwamp. <laughs> That's what, and I apologize if this is a racial slur that I've inadvertently picked up somewhere. <laughs> I know we had People no are typing idea. right now. These sons of bitches. No idea. Call me a mugwamp. So, yeah, we get a little glimpse into uh, the clamp building and how this place works. They're all about efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, like super efficient. There's cameras. There's there's microphones everywhere. You can't have any personal effects as we get introduced to the, I yeah. don't really catch a lot of names. So there was there was uh, Forrester, who was the Forrester, that was who was Clamp's right-hand man. And, yeah, he gives Billy shit because he's like... Got a kind of a plant in here, and then he's got a picture of his beautiful, like quaint hometown. hometown. He's like, "This is not approved artwork. You need geometric shapes. This is this is circles only." So we got his art, um, and I like the one thing that's cool about this movie too. A lot of those, and I don't know if it's because it's thirty years after the fact, but a lot of those guys are like character actors. From all over the place. Like, there was so many people. I was like, oh, shit. Who's that guy? Oh, who's that lady? Oh. Forrester was in one of the Star Treks. I think I want to say Deep Space Nine or Voyager. Yeah. And was he also in um, Seinfeld, too, maybe? I don't know. Don't fact check that. Don't. Who knows, man? They had how many? He was George. Yeah. He was was Costanza. (laughs) Wasn't he? he, Hey, who's this guy? (laughs) Wasn't he Jerry? (laughs) No. It was it was quite good. Like there was a and the there one guy uh, Dick Miller, who who turns up later to uh, to crash with Billy and Phoebe Cates. Oh, he's Mr. like Futterman. Mr. Futterman. Mary Futterman. He's like been in everything. That guy used to do coke with Jack Nicholson <laughs> and hang out with all those boys like Hopper and yeah. So you're like, oh, how did this guy? And you realize you're like, oh, the director of the movie Joe Dante directed a bunch of shit pictures. Uh, with all those like young actors, and that's why he's like, "Do you want to roll? Hey, hey, how do you want to make? You want to make 180 grand? Let's go! I got you. Want to kill some gremlins? Let's do it!" <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about that guy. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, he was the nut job conspiracy neighbor from the first Gremlins that was like, he always paranoid about stuff, and he's the guy that ended up saving the day, wasn't he? I think. I don't know. I think because I." did read something where they said that he they were killed in the first or they were killed in the first movie but then that's the big reveal is they're back in the second one so i'm I'm assuming that all evidence of gremlins (laughs) i didn't google this but i'm assuming that all evidence of the gremlins were destroyed at the end of the first one because like you'd think a small infestation of these monsters that that replicate because they get wet and then turn into giant bloodthirsty creatures would make news. Yeah, you think people would f- would find out about that, but no, they're just like hush hush. And there was nothing like this was all pre X Files, so there was no like SWAT team black suits come in and like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like nail e- everything e- down. And they're you know in the in the big thingamajiggy. And there's also uh, very surprising with these two movies, or maybe not, but there's six years between sequels, which is not not what they is do it nowadays. Six years later. Yeah. Wow. Because now they de- they're like, oh, did that even make a modicum of money? Part two, let's go. Yeah, it didn't make any money. Make it anyway. That's right. 
Fast and Furious. Ooh, Fast and Furious 9 is coming out soon. Oh, my God. I will not see it. <laughs> They're going to space, though. Come on. You got to watch I, it. <laughs> did we cover this last? I was like, I've I've seen... Um, people were telling me to watch Tokyo Drift. Yeah, you've seen two, and they didn't even have Vin Diesel in either one. Yeah. You watched Tokyo Drift, then you watched... What would the other one be? I think he's been in all the other ones. No, someone was... Yeah, you guys maybe were saying, watch Tokyo Drift. It's it's pretty good. It's kind of like Samurais no, and Cars. It's not, though. No? It's terrible. Okay. I did watch one in the theater, but I was pretty hammered and I fell asleep. Watch the first one and then watch Fast Five. Fa- okay, so there's 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 the Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. this first one. Then there's Too Fast, Too Furious. Then there's Tokyo Drift. That's the third one. Then there's, oh, I'm going to mess this up. Then there's like Fast and Furious. Then there's Fast Five. And I think the sixth one is also called Fast and the Furious, maybe? And then there's like <laughs> F7. And then Fast Eight. I can't. I'm just Fast wrecking. and the Furious. There's sir. nine of them already. Though. The Furious is in, in the Fast. The More fast Furious fastening. and even faster. And then, but anyway, the fifth one and the seventh and eighth one have the Rock in them, and they're good. Yeah. <laughs> John, I... <laughs> John Cena's going to be in the next one. He's in the ninth one. I don't. I don't know if I. I there's a bunch of guys who, I, who I'm buddies with who are like in their in their early to mid thirties. And that was a real like hallmark of their adolescence where they're like, man, Fast and the Furious movies are fucking great. And I just like, eh, dude, <laughs> I can't. those movies, I left the theater when I was like, oh, that's probably 98, 97 when it came out. No, mm-hmm. 99, doing like burnouts in the Toyota Camry. Uh, I put like <laughs> neon uh, caps on my air air things, on oh, my yeah. tires. I put like spinner rims on there. It was silly. <laughs> spinner hubcaps, actually. Oh, you had spinner. No, those are cool. Those are. I want to put them on my Dodge Caravan. (laughs) Riding on blades. Okay. (laughs) So we, yes, we, I didn't realize Christopher Lee was in this too. Yes. Saruman. But that's where I feel like all these guys, like Joe Dante, just, I feel like uh, Joe Dante tapped all those guys. Cause Christopher Lee, you don't realize that he's like, he was the eye of Saron or whatever. Saruman. Saruman. That was Saruman the White. But he's but he also was like a vampire back in the fifties. He was Dracula and shit. Like he's been around forever. So that's quite a get. He's a, I think. Me- he's a metal singer too, eh? No. Yeah. No. You didn't know this? No. Oh. And insert song here. This is <laughs> See? I feel like okay, so and but I feel like a bunch of 20-year-old guys were like, dude. You play metal, we get Christopher Lee to be our singer. He's your grandpa, right? <laughs> yeah, my grandpa do Krebs, you totally gotta help hold my metal band, dude. All right, then. I'll <laughs> sing for you. What do you want me to sing? It's perfect, Krebs. <laughs> so I told you. I wasn't making it up. I wasn't making it up. All right, so. Speaking uh, of Gramps, <laughs> they go to uh, Grandpa Dracula? Oh, no. Fred. 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 This Dra- guy, I, I love this. I, I, this guy reminds me. He, uh, I was gonna say, he reminds me of the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire. He is the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire. No, he's not. Which guy? He's the boss. He's Robin Williams' uh, boss. Okay. See if she has another lady friend for me. <laughs> I'm getting all wasted at the restaurant at the end. I love his one line that he's got. Uh, when they, oh, sorry, because you can tell the kid loves him, thinks he's so great, and he's like, ah, sorry about the new time slot. He's like, 3 a.m. Only people 
watching these movies at 3 a.m. The only thing they're scared of is getting sober or finding a job. I'm just like, it's so funny. At this point, we've discovered that So Christopher Lee's got the lab. Yeah, it's hilarious. This building has a genetics lab that it seems like Mr. Clint I, didn't even really clear. He was just like, I knew that'd be a bad idea. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, they're doing genetic testing on animals and people. And everything was so beautiful in in the lab was the, uh, I like that it was called uh, Splice O Life. It's a splice of life genetics lab. Oh yeah, where they're cloning that uh, that the security guard from Terminator Two. Yes, was it Terminator Two and Good Morning Vietnam? Because that was the that was, was the, the reveal. Two? He finds when he finds uh, Gizmo walking along the street after they destroy oh, yes. the building and pockets them, and they're like, "Did you uh, do you got any new things for me?" And he's like, "He's like, uh, oh yeah, we did. We found this mogwai. They don't know it's a mogwai. We found this creature, this uh, gerbil." And, and <laughs> turns around and there's two of them. You're like, oh, yeah. How is the cloning coming along? Perfect, doctor. That's yes, perfect, doctor. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're twins. That's right. <laughs> That's why the cloning is so good. It's just, it seems like they're just so nonchalant about cloning. It's like you cloned a fully functional human being and they're just like, it's going great, doctor. It's fantastic. How did he not know it was going well? How did he not know? Sorry, it? I still have to pick this part a little bit. <laughs> still have to nitpick a little bit. <laughs> I love this movie, but still got to nitpick it. Well, it's a little bit. Well, that's the thing about the movie. It's very, it's so tongue in cheek. Everything is like, everything that happens in it is like a. Uh, yeah, uh, you have blink, to suspend blink. all your disbelief. Just leave it all outside. Lock it up. My only complaint, I do have one complaint about it, is uh, Gizmo was not in it enough. But every time he was in it, it was like a cute break. Mm -hmm. It was just like, with his ears and like, and when they turn on um, the 50s surf music for him (laughs) and he starts dancing and tries to run away, Christopher (laughs) Lee grabs him and... Nice try. I'm like, wow, you're quick on that, bud. Just grabs him by the neck. What did you think uh, special effects were? Pretty good. Yes. Not bad. Not bad. They were, for 1990, yeah. they were pretty good. Like, you know, it's just him dancing on a green screen, but I was like, oh, the green screen is pretty good. So how did they do, did they get a full-grown guy dancing in a mogwai suit on a green screen and then shrink him and put him? No. That's a lot. Well, that could work. Um, I had that that mogwai stuffed animal when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, it kind of looked like that. And they might have just just had somebody with a green glove on <laughs> on the green screen just making a dance. Oh, and yeah. And then they just, you know, key him out. Because everything, I'm so, I could not, if you gave me 40 years, I couldn't build something as good as that 30-year-old technology. Like, the way they made his ear, like, because it wasn't stop motion, so they actually had stuff in the ears that would bend it. And I'm just like, how did they, this is... It's yeah, movie it's magic. Me, man. But that's, that's why I'm just one of the people that relies on other people in the world. Like an apocalyptic situation, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. Who knows how to build fire? I can start a fire if I have a lighter and an axe and wood and <laughs> yeah. paper. And, and some fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can, I can keep a fire going. <laughs> oh, yeah, delivery guy shows up and he hears the... Yes. And he whistles it downstairs, and Billy's like, "Where'd you hear that?" And he's like, "Oh, I was up in the just, I was up in the genetics lab, and that's where I heard somebody humming it." It's like, okay, there's the gen, like, and Billy immediately isn't like, "That's weird. That's the same song my gremlin, or not gremlin, my mogwai my, used to hum." What you mugwump? What you call it? Mugwump. Mugwump. I'm sorry if that's a I, <laughs> you fucking mugwump. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've been canceled. That's oh, God, I didn't know what it was. 
That's what ignorance is not a reason for <laughs> ignorance, Jeff. It's true. It's fair. <laughs> I know. I'm not woke. The so, um, yeah. So it's weird because you go, how did it is odd that uh, Gizmo just ended up in the same building with Billy, and that he's not like, oh, that song he's humming. Oh my god, my yeah. my grand my Mogwai used to hum that song. He's like. Where where is he? Yeah, goes up to the genetics lab. Just walks past the basically like, oh excuse me, I'm here to fix the copier. She's like, oh yeah, it's, it's over there. Like wow, one secretary at the front of the genetics lab with no gates, they didn't, no locks, nothing. It was cavalier in the nineties, <laughs> and just like samples laying around. You know, people can drink them, people can look at them. And that's what the, uh, yeah, because he's grabbing her tissues. He's like, oh, we'll be able to use something. Because the, uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to Was it Julia flu. Sweeney from uh, Serenade Live? Was the, oh, that's who that was. Yeah. yeah. I recognized her straight away because I was like, oh, it's Pat. And I was like, mm. <laughs> 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 it's Pat. I forgot about her. I didn't recognize her, though, because she was always sneezing in her, in her hands. Ugh. It's disgusting. Anyway, he gets, uh, uh, Gizmo out of there Takes him down to his office Puts him in a drawer And then like We get introduced to Clamp here Clamp And everyone's like Oh my god it's him Because I guess he never Walks we get, around his building Can we talk about His boss for a second His immediate boss oh, Marla, Marla Who was The power hungry Fucking awful mm-hmm. Power hungry vamp uh, What was her Her accent Oh Jersey Like full oh, Jersey Oh my god Oh my god It's only the last night Jersey is it That's, That's that's pretty close. Who's counting? <laughs> Jersey. I was working on it while I was watching this, then I forgot. She's got, yeah, she's got that deep Jersey accent, always walking around smoking and just willing to do anything to climb that corporate ladder. Power hungry. Well, that's all Clamps companies about is power. There's even the voiceover in the building going, have a powerful day, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, that voiceover <laughs> in the building over everything was was so good. Marla's like, oh, because I guess Clamp kind of looks at uh, the design that Billy has made. He's like, oh my God, what is that? You've encapsulated everything. Who mm-hmm. are you? William, I'm Billy. I'm, oh, Bill, nice to meet you. And, he, and Marla and instantly Mar- is like, ooh. Hmm, yeah, takes Billy. literally takes his gla- her glasses off. What up. are you doing tonight? You're having, That's not a... <laughs> you're having dinner with me, okay? <laughs> Forget your lady. You're coming with me. We're going to go to this Canadian, this Canadian place. Oh my God, it's the best place ever. I I spent about uh, four hours on the internet trying to find out who the actor was in the Canadian restaurant. So you couldn't find it. I did. Oh, who was? We'll it? get. Well, that's where we're that's where we're at next. Oh, so okay, it's dinner okay. Next. So because he leaves Gizmo in the drawer and they go to dinner and Phoebe Kate sees them is like, what the hell? He said he had a meeting and tells uh, and tells Phoebe go get uh, Gizmo's here and she's like, what? What? <laughs> Those things have ruined our life and forced us out of wherever we lived before. He's like, yeah, go and go up and get him. I'm good. Yeah, I'm going for dinner with my uh, with my boss, my boss, who also happens to be this hot, uh, hot redhead. redhead. The uh, no, the actor and the because they go to a Canadian restaurant, which was super weird. <laughs> Everything was served in like giant uh, pieces of wood. Drinking a yeah. Molson Canadian. Uh, would you like another Molson there? Got the dessert, the chocolate mousse. A chocolate real mousse, 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 mousse. <laughs> And the and the actor was I thought I was like oh I'm gonna look on here it's gonna be like John Candy or Eugene Levy like who who was the guy in this amazing cameo and his name was Joel Brooks it was that famous actor that famous Canadian actor you know Joel Brooks he's no one no the twist <laughs> <laughs> <That's what I thought. laughs> oh that for Joel like, Brooks everything everything was I was convinced because it was so much in there in that movie, just like little Easter egg things that I was like, this is, this is going to be big. When I find out who this is, 
It's like, oh, Joel Bro. Okay, never mind. He's nobody. Um, I keep forgetting Gizmo. Gizmo's in the mm-hmm. office. He's wandering around, and this this is hilarious because it speaks to the efficiency of this of this building. So the janitor's walking around like uh, mumbling. I'm in the bathroom for thirty seconds, and that's three dollars. And then I'm gonna stop for a drink of water for point zero three seconds, and take a sip, and bam, the water for some reason just shoots hundred miles in the air. And that is the that is the brilliance of the movie. That tension with with Gizmo, because we all know what's going to happen if he gets wet, and it's just <laughs> I'm actually yelling at the TV, move out of the way! <laughs> you know you're not supposed to get wet, and he's like, whoops, yeah, whoops. <sighs> and when he starts, when he gets wet, it just it's got to be like a it's like a Rube Goldberg yes. thing or whatever, like and then drips sh- on his back, and that's it. He just turns around, and you're like, oh fuck, here we go. It just sounds like the most terrible thing ever. He's just. And his skin's just popping out these other versions of himself, which oh, it's just like backne, like the worst <laughs> backne you've ever popping itself. Blah, 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 but just other shitty versions of yourself come out. Why? Why are they all evil? Like, there's not ever another good. Wrote that down too. Oh, <laughs> like, good. why are they evil? They all pick on him. They're all mm-hmm. mean to him. It's like you came from him. You yeah. should be worshiping him. He should be your god. Oh, I have children. Well, it's only for it's only for a little bit, and then you are their enemy. <laughs> well, then at least for the first little while, they should be, they should be like, "Oh, yeah. Gizmo, we're your friends." Because they they pop out of them, and within seconds, they they've unscrewed unscrewed the panel, and they've shoved <laughs> them in the wall of the building and <laughs> locked it back up. They also speak English. Uh, they under they know how to walk. They know how to, they're they're already his size. That's another yeah. thing. Like what. Is a mogwai. I'd like to know what a mogwai is because maybe insert commercial explanation right here. What is a mogwai? A mogwai is a small creature of unknown origin that was discovered by Randy Peltzer when visiting a Chinatown antique store. If a mogwai gets wet, it spawns new mogwai from its back. Small balls of fur that are approximately the size of a marble pop out from the wet mogwai's back. Then the fur balls start to grow in size before unfolding themselves into new and fully grown mogwai. This process does not take much time, but it still usually takes just about a minute. According to the novel, the creator of the species, Mort Gumman, wanted the mogwai to be able to easily reproduce themselves. The cocoon and gremlin stage are unwanted defects from when the mogwai species was created. It turns out that all the positive attributes are recessive. Um, because this thing replicates when it gets wet and then they instantly grow to the same size. I'm like, wow, okay, that's, where's the matter coming from? Oh God. Cause well, there's some kind of, I mean, they're magical creatures. Are they like a unicorn or are they? Are they like Wolverine? They can just regenerate themselves. Well, they can't regenerate. But there is some, there, there should be an appropriate amount of time. And 2.4 seconds is not an appropriate amount of time to go to full grown and then be like, then turn on the person who birthed you. Yeah, consi- That's 15 <laughs> years. Trust me, I've got kids. Considering that you have to go into a, a cocoon when you eat after midnight when you're one of these things. And that takes like oh. a good 24 hours mm-hmm. to, to quadruple in size or get even bigger and turn green, grow reptile skin and teeth and hair. Oh. And also, isn't it always after midnight? Like, seriously, it's after midnight it's, right now. It's technically it's before midnight, but it's after midnight as well. This should be like, they can't be fed between 12 a.m. and 4 a.m. As, as Billy said in the control room, I don't make the rules. I just follow them. I love that control room scene because I'm like, yes, <laughs> you guys are asking yeah. the right questions. What These if he gets the a questions? caraway seed in between his teeth? <laughs> he ate it before midnight, but then it comes out and... He eats it at 12.02. Well, how does that work? I'm like, yeah, how does that work? doesn't make sense. Is water food? What if they drink water? Oh, no, they just turn into more gremlins. 
or Mogwai. But still, oh yeah, because they can't. That is something like they can never touch water. So how do they stay? How do they stay hydrated? Hydrated. Are are they even and everything's have water? got. An amount of water in it. Yeah. Like, Can we, they drink Kool-Aid? Kool Aid is mostly water. They just drink milk. It's nothing but milk. <laughs> only animal they probably milk. just it's probably yak milk or something like that. That's yak. the only that's the only thing they're allowed to have. What do you what do you get? Yak milk. No, they're it just sounds like they, milk, this is a, oat milk. They're this, they're they're vegan. This is a terrible pet for any <laughs> give to a child or anyone. Can I feed it? No, you can't feed it. <laughs> yeah. What about baths? No, you Don't can't bathe it. it. So what can I do with it? Nothing. It'll just terrorize you. Great. Yeah, just kill, just kill it immediately and <laughs> roast it. Give me three of them, please. <laughs> so he gets wet. He gets clones. And then... So we're coming up to midnight here. Why is this place so busy at 11.58? Because yes. like, you see the, the clock over the shoulder of one person. I'm like... What yogurt stand is open at, at past midnight in your in your office building? So this is what led me led me to believe that the clamp building was more than just an office building. It was a dwelling as well. It was like a building where people mm -hmm. live and work. It's a live and work situation. But also go to the movies and go to the yogurt stand at midnight. Who even wants to work a yogurt stand at midnight? Who can eat yogurt <laughs> after midnight and then still sleep? Come on. I want to just get farty in the morning. <laughs> But yeah, we got the gremlins underneath the yoga machine. Oh, so good. They're so, they're ingenious. Like they've, they've rigged up some sort of hook system to pull down because the, they understand the inner workings of a yogurt stand. And they know that if I pull on this, we're going to get some yogurt. And the one yogurt, and the, the one yogurt, the one mogwai is sitting underneath there just pouring <laughs> into his mouth and his stomach is just, and then just covers his face just like a bukkake <laughs> yogurt mogwai thing. You're welcome. And then I guess they just decide uh, there must be a time limit between when they eat and when they go into, into a cocoon phase because mm -hmm. they just decide like hey let's find the let's find a sweet spot let's climb up these pipes in the basement yes and then hide up there and is that so I I did miss the part when uh, Billy and Phoebe Cates I just keep calling her Phoebe Cates because she's I can't, Phoebe Cates um, yeah I can't when they go they go back into the into the building because she she takes the wrong Mogwai home. And then they realize, mm -hmm. oh fuck, we gotta go back to the building. They're trying to break in somewhere. Where were they? Oh yeah, that's that's the that's when they go back because they have to shut the water off. They're like, crap, we gotta get back to turn the water <laughs> okay. off so at least they can't get wet because okay. he's already got wet once. Right. Goes in there, yeah, and that's like boop boop boop, alert alert. It's like water main, and then they send in the one security guard in the whole building, and yeah. it's that guy from Groundhog Day. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say flapjacks. he's the guy from everything. He's one of those <laughs> people who was who I was like, I know that guy. I've seen that guy before. Yeah, he's trying to shut. His, he's, he shuts the water main off, and he's like, "Got a loaded gun pointed mm -hmm. at his face," and he's like, "What's in the bag?" He's like, "Listen, you don't want to look at this." And he's like, "Yeah, keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy." Ah, and it like jumps and hits him in the face, and he starts pulling the trigger. Yeah. And he's blind. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what the hell? Like, no safety. He just fires off four shots, and the thing runs away, and he's like freaking out. Like, what was that? And he still looks at Billy and goes, yeah. "You're crazy. You're a lunatic." And he's like, "You just saw." That thing, it just jumped you like in your face. That's the <laughs> that that's one of those things where you go, like, how is he not like, we've got to get on it, shut off the water. What'd you say? Lock this building <laughs> down. He's like, no. <laughs> like, and, and then they don't do anything after that. Like this, like, why aren't you calling 911? Why aren't you talking to Clamp right away? Be like, dude, we gotta shut this down. Cause they just kick they kick him out of the building. Phoebe has to go. In the middle of the day, which it's after midnight, which there's some continuity errors. That's fine. And uh, and bails them oh, out yeah, in front of all the that's mimes. Right. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I, he gets arrested there. Yeah, I wrote down. Did they arrest a troop of mimes? Yes, because they're letting him out of the truck and they're <laughs> and <laughs> like none of them are in cuffs. 
Not even even pretending to be in cuffs. That would have been funnier. Oh God. <laughs> and that's what and I love I love mime. Good mime, there's nothing like a good mime. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking old. <laughs> Back in my day, we'd go to the mime Marcel, show. Marcel, Marcel, come on, he was great. I watch there, him on YouTube. He's got some. There were some good mimes. I, I'll admit it. I'm, I'm just just ribbing you. The, I forgot he got arrested. They're like, we got to get back there because oh, they were cocooning when he was shutting the water main off. That's yeah. right because they took him out. He's like, you're going downtown, pal, and it's like cocoons. And and uh, Gizmo is underneath because Gizmo is getting set up to be uh, be tortured because they hate him. They, if you thought they hated him when they were cute and kind of fuzzy they really hate them when they're reptilian monsters I still don't understand why they wonder there's like a behind the scenes documentary of this like oh let's explain oh. you why the gremlins are so evil i saw some there is a gremlins 2 wiki and uh and it's not correct there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people like taking a deep dive and i'm like no no it's just a comedy bit that's fine <laughs> yeah you're, you're getting way too deep into this i'm asking questions but i really want answers <laughs> So yeah, he gets he goes back to the building. It goes into oh. the control room and, and Forrester's like, You got arrested. Why are you back here? And this is where he That's starts right. explaining to them. He's like, No, you gotta listen to me. You got and this is the the where everything uh does it like falls apart in the building. Yeah, because they start with microwaving with Marge because it's one set. They were microwaving with Marge. I love this old lady. She's like, We used a little bit of sherry. I use a lot. <laughs> She's getting hammered because that's what you do on daytime TV because it's terrible. And what is she making? She's making uh, these these bologna and bean dip roll ups <laughs> yeah. for yeah. your guests. Wanna this step up your appetizer game when your friends come over? <laughs> and this is where, yeah, this is where we just start seeing gremlins like crazy. Gremlins popping out of the out of the pot. They all somehow this is again where I'm like nitpicking. I'm like, how'd they get gremlin size chef's attire? Gremlin oh, yeah. size chef's yeah. hat and an apron. I'm like, well, they have children on the show. Well, this is why why I'm always like, I'm like, you can't be, this is, uh, you can't be scared if it felt very muppety to me, where I was like, oh, like, like six, seven year olds could watch us. They can't because they're going to be haunted and they're mm -hmm. nightmares. But I'm like, isn't it cute? Like, yeah, they've got all these little beanie propellers and stuff like that. And the one with the crazy kooky eyes, isn't he adorable? He's kind of adorable. But on the flip side of that is the one that attacks the control room people. Oh, that's like, so <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, bites Forrester in the neck. Like, that was scary. Yeah. Even that, even like watching it last night, I was like, damn. This is really well done. Like, this is kind of still yeah. kind of creeps me out. All the, so all, <laughs> there's so many attack scenes. And I was like, oh, they just had to make a bunch of fake arms. Because you realize the <laughs> actors are like, are like underneath puppeting. The, oh. And that, that's why I was like, I watched one scene. I was like, how did they, how did they do? Oh, that's how they did it. I didn't even think of that. I was just so, so enthralled by how well they made it look. Oh, yeah. Like, Damn. That's your Halloween costume this year. That's Jeff hilarious. is getting attacked Ooh. by Gremlin. I saw somebody do that with a zombie. Yeah, zombie yeah. Pu puppet one. He has like one arm, fake arm sticking out here. Then he was like, mm -hmm. yeah. oh, I was like, so good. This is impressive. <laughs> I love when people make costumes like that. Where like when they're carrying themselves in a box. Those are those are all the, my costume. Uh, my go to every year is just blood out of my eyes, blood tears. I'm like, what do you do, my kids? I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna put some blood tears. <laughs> just crying blood, you know. Yeah, I got kids. And people are like, that is probably the most creepy costume I've seen. <laughs> Than tonight. Well, yeah, and nothing else, just the blood in the eyes. Just the blood, blood tears. So dressed in my normal uh, attire, a hoodie and blood tears. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What do you go? <laughs> what are you supposed to?" Ah. <laughs> so they start the fire in the kitchen with the oh. cookware in the microwave. Blow it up, and it's like sprinklers. Boom! Now we got gremlins. Lots of gremlins. And this is why this movie—they just go from like 
it ramps up and when it goes off it goes off because as soon as that sprinkler comes on it's just a sea a sea <laughs> of gremlins and the guys in the control room are like what is that that's got to be mice right that's mice yeah. it's like it's no it's just the fucking thing that burst into your control panel there's millions of them the rodent tracker and then he's like well whatever they are they have to respect the uh, hierarchy of control and he's like what the hell are you talking about they're monsters <laughs> they're not gonna listen Oh, yeah. In the midst of this, too, we've been introduced to the camera guy, the Asian tourist camera guy, which I just I'm like, oh, my God, I love this guy. He's hilarious. Just taking he, pictures of everything. And he is one of those guys who just like um, his character. And that was it basically pays the same characters on 16 Candles, Long Duck Dong. But he is like so good. And he has a bigger part in it when uh, when Fred commandeers him and is like, that was the big thing about because Fred was that was the inspiration for my broken dreams. Real estate agent Uh was uh, Fred going, you know, like, oh, geez, I thought I was going to be an announcer and then sees his opportunity and is like live. Do you (laughs) do you know how to work a camera? And I'm not even going to do it. But he goes, yes, I am a camera. (laughs) Work a camera. I am a camera. That was the line that like stuck in my head. When you said Gremlins 2, I was like, I am a camera. I just remember how excited he was. I was like, yes, this guy's hilarious. Yeah, he's so good. (laughs) And they have, uh, and Clamp is unflappable. Like when Clamp goes, uh, goes into his office, he's trying to, He's, going, he's talking to his secretary as the gremlins are taking over the building, and he's like, oh, what should we do today? Let, let's write some memos. Well, he didn't... Did he know? No, he had no idea. Yeah. So that was that was a question I had, was like, does this dude just hang out in his top floor office all day like with the, with the blinds drawn mm-hmm. by himself, just like... And he's got a shower. He's got a full, beautiful uh, shower and everything in his office, but he's completely unflappable because even when... Um, there is the gremlins and does find out there's gremlins in the building. He's like, well, we got to get rid of these, I guess. See, this is why he's Scorpio. You're going to realize who Scorpio is. Like, oh, it's, it's Clamp. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, let's do some memos. And this is where his secretary gets attacked outside. Where does she and go? She just falls under the desk, I think. Yeah. That's <laughs> and just stays there. That's what you tell the children when you watch it. They're like, where, where did she go? She's under the desk, honey. She's, She's fine. okay. And yeah, he ends up putting one through the shredder. The thing oh, almost takes so him with great. him by holding his tie. It's like, yeah. oh, goodness. But yeah, he gets out and he's just kind of like, oh, what is all this stuff? This is disgusting. Oh, my, and my just goodness. the pea soup. The pea soup in the waste paper basket is so great. <laughs> and you get more of that with Phoebe Cates in the elevator because she's trying to escape in the elevator as the gremlins are, are trying to get into the elevator to get her. And when they, the elevator plummets <laughs> to the ground. It's 50 floors? She's I think fine. She says 51, and they're like, 51. You're <laughs> going down. And pea soup up through the bottom <laughs> of the elevator. Just. I love the two ladies waiting for the uh, elevator. Like, we'll get, the, we'll, we'll get the next one. Could you, how, how, can you survive that drop if you were Phoebe Cates? No. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, 51 floors, it's 510 feet. That's a long drop. But there are those giant springs on the bottom. Do those do well, those help? I think. No or do matter, I not understand physics? Well, I guess if you just jump before it. Remember when you used to do that? That's exactly <laughs> it. You just jump before it hits the, the floor and you're fine. That's how that works. And then everyone <laughs> and everyone who's like goes, oh, wait a second. It's falling and I'm stuck on the roof as it's plummeting to the ground. You're, you're just like, getting extra slammed. I can't jump. You can't jump. If, you're, if something's falling, you can't jump off of it. Like you have to put so much force into oh, that jump God. to actually get enough lift to stall out and then fall on. I think anyway, I'm no professional. Professional faller. physicist. Yeah, I'm not a physicist. 
Uh, I think so. You used to do that in the elevators and like hotel rooms when you're a kid. And when it's going up to you, like, mm-hmm. hit the floor, you got to jump. And it feels like you jump twice as high, but I don't even think you do at all. One of the greatest pleasures I have in my life now is uh, jumping up and down in an elevator with my children because they it scare them. Oh, they get terrified. My son <laughs> legitimately is like, would you, would you freaking quit that? And I ju- like to jump up and down. I'm like, is this, is it in the elevator? Are you worried we're going to fall? <laughs> He gets uh, he gets very upset. We got Leonard Malton doing a movie review oh. of Gremlins oh. in Gremlins Two. I was like, this movie Meta. is great. <laughs> Meta, <laughs> so good. And then the, he's like, this. Who would want to watch this? This is terrible. Gremlins and the Gremlins are creeping up behind him, like. Ugh. And <laughs> he's and he's like, it's great. It gets a ten. It gets a ten. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, I think he referred to that as gratuitous cameo. And is that the point where? Um, because there is that break, like shit. Not it's not a breaking. Not yet. Okay, like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, type yeah, thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's that's leave what's it. coming okay. up. Because now it's like they get into the gen- genetics lab. So one of them eats the oh. the veggie medley or whatever yes. becomes the veggie gremlin, and then you've got the bat gremlin, which gets Dude. released. You get the smart gremlin. I love the smart gremlin. He's, he's Tony Randall. He's so oh. He's from New Zealand. It's like he's a New is a New Zealand accent kind of. I don't even know what the it's a it's a fancy accent. We're talking about gremlins too, and you say well, the IQ. Oh, no, it's not even New Zealand, but that's kind of what he sounds. But that like. is his like no, he's got a very like yeah, he's got a very uh, high tone upscale accent. Yes. Is I love when he falls. He comes back up, and he's already wearing glasses. Uh, he's wearing a pair of glasses yes. that came out oh, through genetics. Yeah. We've got to talk about it. And there's one point, too, where he's reading the double helix like some genetics book. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Of course. Yeah. Light reading. Oh, wait, no, it was There's, right there, actually. It was the... Oh, oh no, no, hold on. Because the bat, bat gremlin gets yes. released. Because he's like, well, fly, old fellow. This is where you're going. Because he, he sticks him with the, the sun blocker and it, serum as well. And he's like, no, our, our species, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're susceptible to the sun, but not where you're going. You'll get this. And he like releases him out through the wall, leaves the bat symbol. symbol. Which is a Warner Brothers movie. I think Batman was pretty big at the time. All, so like, yeah, Warner oh. Brothers did all Batman cartoons and everything. Because I like, I like that they uh, setting it in the genetics lab made it so easy. Where like gremlins are afraid of light, and they're like, oh no, we conveniently have this uh, genetic bats um, sunlight protector internally. There you go. This will be a great bet. And then, yeah, the bat gremlin flies those. Oh, this is where they break the fourth wall after because mm. <clears throat> Murphy gets. He's like, oh, what is that? And then it flies but- down, attacks. Futterman, <gasps> he cements it, hits it with a cement truck, and then it just turns into a gargoyle. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And that's why there would that so many good, beautiful little bits like that. Like I knew, even though I've only seen it once, thirty years ago, on uh, you know A and E at three o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, I was like, oh, this is the part where it turns into a gargoyle. <laughs> well, it's like, how, when did you ever watch this movie? <laughs> and then it breaks. They break the fourth wall because I'm like, what the hell? Because they're, they're talking. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah. Did you remember that from watching as a kid? Or no? for a split second, I'd forgotten it. And then I was like, oh wait, this yeah. is where the gremlins hijack the movie. Because I was like, whoa, crap! Did the version just start slowing down? What's going on? I'm like, oh wait, no. They, yeah. They break the fourth wall. And it's good for that. It's good for that. So how do they how do they solve how do they solve that problem? What do they do? What do they they were like, it's nineteen eighty nine, you're writing a movie script, you're like, I've done this, I've gotten this far, I've broken the fourth wall. How do I get the movie back on track? What's, what's popular right now? What mm. what what pop culture figure could just bring this movie back to where it needs to be? Someone. Someone. If only there was someone in yellow, yellow <laughs> shirt. I'm seeing a yellow shirt. It's a, 
Brother. I'm a real American. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. The gremlins have taken over. What are you talking about, brother? Gremlins. <laughs> we got gremlins here. You know, people pay good money to watch this movie, brother. You better turn it back on. Sorry about that, kids. And like, that's all. And that's all that he's a baby in this too. He's such a fresh-faced, like young baby in it. But it's funny that that's it. Just like oh, right back into the movie. <laughs> so there's another electric gremlin that can travel through the yes. phone lines. There's a Phantom of the Opera gremlin who gets acid on his face, puts on a mask. There's also the chick gremlin. And the chick gremlin is. Uh, she remind. I think that's why I thought it was. She reminded me a lot of Miss Piggy. I was going to say Miss Piggy or... She's very sexually or, aggressive. Or Gremlin Goldie Hawn. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I like that. That's, very, well, that's what I saw. Very sexy. I was <laughs> like, oh, Gremlins. Forrester was into her at the end. Yeah, that was... Oh, I know, it's a little <laughs> bit... I, I was watching with people who were like disturbed and gross. Like I'm I'm just taking in good humor, but they were disturbed. By, by it that. was a little strange. <laughs> So at this point, yeah, they've taken over the, the genetics lab, and Chris Lee's like, don't worry, I have some small arms, some guns. He has Uzis, uh, yeah. like fully automatic Uzis. Okay, so that's where... America. Because I, I didn't know where they came from when I watched it the second time, and that's where I saw the gremlin was just... And I was like, oh, where did those come, where did those come from? So at least I know it's like... Yeah, oh, Christopher Lee's like, just in case, uh, you know, any of our uh, unlawful experiments get out of hand, we can mow them down. We got it covered. We got Uzis. And there was a good, uh, I love the gag with the, the one gremlin uh, drinking the milk and then spouting <laughs> milk because he's been shot. So you're like, I guess they don't <laughs> die from guns either. I don't know. But he's drinking milk, though. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. Oh, milk so I guess is milk a... doesn't get them wet. Oh, God. There's so many See, levels. There's, there's so many layers to this movie. There's holes everywhere. <laughs> holes. <laughs> and then Stripe, because Stripe, he still has his, so he still has his alter, alter ego. Uh, yes. So Gizmo still gives birth to Stripe. Because there is, is like the bad, and Stripe the is from. Gremlin from the first one. Stripe right. was like the one that they couldn't kill. He had to kill him in the toy store. Because he's not Mohawk. Stripe, I believe. Yeah. Is believe there a Mohawk it? gremlin too? Comment below if it's Stripe or Mohawk. We're not sure. I think it's I think it's Stripe, but I was reading on the on the very unreliable Gremlins <laughs> 2 wiki and they were calling him Mohawk. Mohawk. And I don't I was like, no, no, I remember. No, Stripe. his name is Mullet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like a mullet gremlin would be he, great. He drinks the spider stuff. I remember that being really creepy because A, I don't like spiders, and B, the gremlin spider combination looked terrifying. Like mm-hmm. terrifying. Ugh. Yeah. And that was Stripe. Mm. Spike, Stripe, Spike, Mohawk, spike who Mo- turned into the spider gremlin. Yes. Okay. Mohawk spider gremlin spike. Uh was the the big the big bad guy. And now we get flashback to Gizmo, because we haven't seen him in a while. He spends a little while training, doing some weightlifting. <clears throat> He's also uh, making himself a bow and arrow. Yes. Of, I I I made paperclip bows when i was a kid after watching this inspired by uh inspired by rambo i think was that in from <laughs> yeah, the beginning because oh yeah, he was, was watching because they're like you can keep the tv and he like yeah. he grabs a remote and he's like click and he's watching rambo <laughs> and he knows who rambo is because he's like rambo is that <laughs> everyone knows who rambo i guess is the uh when you made the were you successful making the the little miniature oh yeah he's yeah. Made, made him in school oh god that's great you know, it didn't shoot very far they definitely couldn't shoot a, a pencil with a bottle of white out on the end. That was on fire. And yeah, and then ignite everything in a 
Is whiteout <laughs> explosive? Did they let us play it's with explosives of, I don't know. in I was, school? I was too busy smelling it. To <laughs> oh, I love this class. <laughs> Give me your markers. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, he interviews. So uh, Fred is now oh. like, I'm going live. So he's been going live here now. He's telling everybody on the outside what's going on. Because on the outside, people are like, what's happening in the clamp building? Because they've evacuated as many people as they could, I think. Yeah, and actually, and Mr. Clamp escapes at this point. Oh, yeah, he's already he's like, escaped out of his secret I uh, use secret my secret tunnel. escape hatch. See, this movie is complete fucking chaos. <laughs> oh, and Futterman went back in. Futterman's like, yeah. well, I'm going to use the hatch to get back in. I don't know where it goes, but pff, I'm going in. Because he comes in. Yeah, Mr. Futterman, it, Mr. Futterman to the rescue. I wrote that about nine times <laughs> in my notes. At this point... Billy gets knocked out. So yeah, Fred interviews the New Zealand gremlin who's talking about how they just the want New equality. <laughs> we just want to be equals. We want to be. We want to explore New York. We want to be civilized. And he like blows the head off of a gremlin yeah. that's laughing at him. Like that wasn't civilized, well, but it was civ- fun, wasn't it? <laughs> just and that's where Fred actually makes an exit because Fred, like, Fred's oh, like thing is sees him sees him shoot him. Is like I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> then when Billy wakes up, he's been trapped by the dentist gremlin. So they also so, have. A dental office in this building as well. So it's a completely... I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, I would love to live in the Clamp building if it still exists, if it's if it's around. It's got everything there. Oh, it's coming. That was 1990. Like, like people, Elon Musk looked at that and went, I will have my own... The Musk Clamp building. building at some point. When they knock uh, when they knock him out and tie him up, was it, uh, was it Marathon Man or... Or was it Little Shop of Horrors? Like, what was the tip of the hat? Because there was like, and I've never seen Marathon Man, but I've seen Little Shop of Horrors. And I was like, oh, that's like Little Little think, Shop of Horrors. I think it might be Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. It was like the silhouetted shot where he gets knocked out. Gets knocked out that. and then he's tied up in the dentist. <clears throat> The uh, gremlin comes to. And they do love their little gremlin costumes because he's yeah. got the full, <laughs> full dentist costume and the drill the, in that, there is ready to. That would be scary. I couldn't handle that. I'd be freaking the hell out because, like, I don't like dentists to begin with, and a gremlin laughing maniacally like that, and swinging that thing around my face. No thanks. Thank God, Futterman comes to save him. How does he save him? Futterman comes in. Oh, oh chases him out oh, with the light, with right. the lamp. I, 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 sorry, I cut you off. No, no. Go I, ahead. I just find it funny when they like get him with the light. I'm like, now step on it. Like, yes. Okay, you blinded it, and it's like, ah! and then it slowly you see the shadow going. And then run around the I'm like, just chase it and kick it. They're like the size of small children. Yeah, be able to punch the these things pretty sphinx, good. A sphinx cat, sphinx you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, break their neck, rip their arms off. Like I feel like they're they're like plush toys. They'd Is be this easily killable? That's and there's no one's going to be upset with you. I don't think destroying no. destroying gremlins Pete like is, that. Pete is outside. Save the gremlins. Gremlins are people too, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Till they get bit. Um, I know that's that's why I just said it's like it is complete chaos. It's the spider Marla still so Marla is clueless. Oh yes, has has no idea what's going on. She's wandering around looking for lights and then gets tangled up in the spider gremlin's uh, spider web. That yeah, it spun that web pretty quick. Yeah, and trapped her, and then um, and Phoebe Cates comes along to rescue her. They sort out Marla's attempts to coerce Billy into some unsavory... I, I didn't even get to first base. It's That's fine. It's fine. She's like, all right, then. I'll get you out of there. And, of course, the spider gremlin turns up, but gizmo to the rescue. I love the line. Like, he, he lights him on fire, and uh, they're like, oh, man, what happened? I guess they pushed him too far. Is that, from, like, is that from, from Rambo? Rambo? Okay. <laughs> they pushed him too far. 
Because that all all those things, like you know, there's stuff that's said in there that's a tip of the hat to something else, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that was, but I know it was something. I knew that. I figured that one was. Ram- I just watched Rambo. Actually, I just watched Rambo three last week. Still great. And again, one of those movies I watched as a child. I'm like, why do my parents let me watch this? Yeah. It's just murders. Because you were because you were a kid from the eighties. They didn't <laughs> care. Yep, movies with nudity, <laughs> movies with violence, yeah. murder, adult situations. Like, mm, yeah, we, we grew up. We grew up fast. What's the movie got in it? It's got boobs and murder, and you're like, it's perfect. He's 11. He's going to have to learn about those some point. We, we have some free time. Just let him watch it. So, yeah, they get them all in the lobby because they're having a party. So their plan is to, because uh, oh. Clancy outside, they're going to block out the windows, move all the clocks ahead because gremlins understand time. And they were moving the clocks ahead to... 7 o'clock. 7.30 because sunset was 7.30. 4.20, which oh, was... Well, yeah, they said, let's drop it at 420. And they're like, nice. I'm like, nice. Okay. And is that is that actually like, I don't know much about 420, but I was like, 1990, was 420 a thing? Would that have been like, would all the stoners out there watching Gremlins 2 in the theater be like, dude. I, hey, I did in 2021. I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure they like, did. You're like, he said 420. Light yeah. him up. <laughs> Fuck you. When you mess, I'm like, I'm watching Gremlins. You're like, get lit. I'm like. Dude, I went two weeks without weed. On Sunday, oh. I smoked one joint. I was talking to my buddy on the phone for a while, and after like 20 minutes after smoking that joint, I'm like, I'm not even making any sense right now. I was hot. <laughs> the whole rest of the night was a write-off. I'm like, oh, man, I can't do this again. So I thought about last night. I was like, mm, no. I'm going to wait until no. the long weekend and maybe smoke a little if I, if I go camping. That's about it. But the- <laughs> I just don't, I can't smoke like I used to. It's crazy. No, it just I can't. It fucks me right up. The Gremlins go, uh, they have a beautiful musical number. <laughs> Fully which choreographed was- number. Awesome. New York, New York. It was brilliant. It, like, was, it was pretty good. And uh, <laughs> and then they realize that when they're, yeah, because they're going to drop the sheet out there, fry all the gremlins in the lobby, and then they realize that, the how storm, do they know? There's a storm, all of a sudden it's like, cacao. How do they oh, know no. inside the building that that's happening if everything's blocked? Because I, I think it just came down to Billy knew they were going to drop it at 420, and he trusted that Clamp was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't happen to 420, he was like, He's crap, like, Shit. we need a backup plan because they're going to get yeah. out of here. But even though you had three more hours till they could escape because it's still daytime, you knew that. So they uh, might have yeah, just started yeah. walking outside and getting fried as they walked outside. Because Billy takes a massive <clears throat> gamble. Yeah, huge. <laughs> He's like... Butterman, grab that fire hose, spray them. He's like, oh, Bobby, you know what you're doing, Billy. And then they they trapped the electric gremlin in the office on the phone, which I don't know how. Physics. It doesn't. Well, it's one of those <laughs> things they're like, I know what has to happen in the end to raise the stakes, yep. and this is how we'll do it. So yeah, they, they soak the whole crowd, you know, transfer the call, and they zap every single one oh. of them, and it's just a gooey mess. And that was the mm-hmm. horrifying part was when the gremlins uh, start to melt. So like I could see, because even for me now, that was a little bit like, ooh, yeah. I could see how that would give you nightmares as, as a child. <laughs> Nightmare fuel. It was gross. <laughs> yeah. But they fry them all. And uh, I, I, I was enjoying the uh, hut, 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 whenever you see mm-hmm. like a group of cops or like SWAT team come in, hut, 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 hut. And of course, Clamp's leading them because he went from like wearing his suit 10 minutes ago, now he's in full riot gear, like, let's get inside and get these gremlins. Because that was their backup plan, was like, let's just go and fuck these gremlins that's, up. This that's was, what they were going to go in and do. That was their... I guess. I just realized that now. I'm like, oh, they were coming in just gonna, loaded. Just coming hot. Yeah, shotguns and everything, because there was that one... This made me laugh like, <clears throat> out loud. This was great. Where they're, they're, they're walking around, like, looking through all of a sudden. One guy just shoots, oh, yeah. and he goes, what was that? He goes, it moved. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, everyone would have died in that because if they walked in there and those gremlins before they were all electrocuted and those gremlins were in there, it would just have been a fucking bloodbath. And not the gremlins. It would have been... <laughs> oh, the shotguns would have taken out three, of the, uh, three at once. Oh, it would God. have just been a green, gooey mess. I feel like that would have been a good uh, theme park if you could capture the gremlins and you could just like give people a live live ammunition and be like just wander through here and destroy destroy as many gremlins as you want. You're like great. Did you ever I had wa- a terrible week at work. Did you ever watch Black Mirror? Any of Black Mirror episodes? I did watch some of them, but you ever watched the one where the soldiers are killing monsters, but they've actually been implanted with a microchip that no. makes them view innocent people in this one country as monsters? Oh. That so he's got an great. idea for the same thing where it's like, here, kill these gremlins. <laughs> Your chip malfunctions. You're just shooting children. Ah! <laughs> what the hell am I doing? <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> Boom, Black Mirror. So yeah, Clamp goes and he's like, ah, we're insured. Don't worry. I'm like, insured for Gremlins? Nah, that's. I think that invalidates your show. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me that your uh, building was infested by monsters, gremlins to be specific. Uh, your and you're like, oh, gremlins. That's it. You go. No, you you check no for gremlin insurance. <laughs> uh, you, we're not going to cover you. I recommend the gremlin insurance. Mm, I think we're okay. <laughs> the because uh, I do like that he's just. Well, that's what I mean. He's completely unflappable. Like he just the whole thing doesn't Scorpio. matter what's going on. He's. <laughs> Calm and cool and collected. He never loses his mind once. And him and Marla at the very end goes, oh, this is Marla. You know, Marla, you you work for me, don't you? <laughs> he just met her yesterday, <laughs> yeah. like 12 hours ago. And he's like, you work for me, don't you? Hmm. She's like, yes, I do. I'm like, what? Everything was... <laughs> that was good. That was <laughs> a good... God. I work for you very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sort of like slip into an Australian accent, but it's work a, for you very hard. What is it? It's a it's Australian jersey. <laughs> jersey Australian. <laughs> I do work for you very hard. Because they very let hard, in all the hard. all the reporters and that's exactly they're like uh you can, uh, you can, my new head of PR, public relations can handle that. You can talk to her. She's like, where's the camera? Right here? Oh my no, god. No, no, with the t- accent, t- Jeff. With the accent. Where's the camera? Right here? Oh, my God. It was terrible. Oh, we were there. These little monsters were everywhere. <laughs> uh, I actually have a camera, and I'm looking over here instead like an idiot. That's, no, that's for a fact. Oh, where's the camera? It's all. And then the late, oh, yeah. Forrester's still upstairs, and he's like, what floor oh. are you on? The floor way up there, huh? Oh, we're not going to be able to get you for a while. Well, all the elevators are broken, and the stairs are out. The stairs, the stairs are broken, and the elevators are out. So well, just hang tight, Forrester. And this may be the most... Disturbing, th- more disturbing than melting gremlins. More disturbing than anything else. This part of the movie might be the <clears throat> the female gremlin who is very sexy, but for gremlin, very sexy, <laughs> and then turns around and he go and he's like his pant one pant leg shredded, and she turns around and she's in a wedding dress and they start playing the wedding music, da 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 da, and he's like oh and. That's the last scene of the movie. She's walking forward, lips big. She's got big, red, luscious lips. And Forrester's looking horrified. And then he just kind of, I'm into this. Maybe. (laughs) And does he slide down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He He slides down. And you're like, oh, Forrester and that gremlin can do some fucking. He fucked that gremlin. (laughs) He's like, well, I'm stuck up here for a while. Nobody's going to know. I could just kill this thing when I'm done. (laughs) 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 Real dark. But that's that's the movie I want to see. Then I want to see Forrester tr- not killing the, but him and him and uh, Greta the Gremlin. That's her name. 
according to the Gremlins Wikipedia, Actually. have a yeah, is try to uh, have a relationship and maybe have children too. What would their children be like if he shoots jizz on her? Does she start popping off? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we are immediately having babies. <laughs> Octuplets, <laughs> stop! <laughs> oh God, Gremlins three. Forrester and Greta. Oh, so that's... Write that script. Pitch it to Spielberg. <laughs> it's recorded now. And that was Gremlins 2, the new match. Uh, what did you... What did you real rate this? <laughs> I real... I real rated this. I got... Uh, I real, real rated this. Eight savage uh, corporate entrepreneur Savage corporate entrepreneurs out of 10 Greta Gremlins. Ooh, damn. I gave it seven and a half exploding mogwais out of 10 Gremlin cocoons. I like it was good, man. Like I, 31 years later, I still enjoyed this movie. I, I I liked it like way more than I thought I would. When I when I gave out the movie suggestions and then Gremlins two time threw that in the last, and then you were like, "Yeah, let's do it." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And then I watched <laughs> it. and I was like, "Oh, fuck, that was a really that was a really funny movie." And I feel like I'm not smart enough to get it, but there is a message in there somewhere where it's like technology, uh, technology um, bad. And and uh, relationships, family good or something like that. Like even when to, when when Fred's interviewing the smart gremlin Tony Randall, the New Zealand gremlin, there's something in there where you're like, oh, the gremlins are they people? And what is their what are they exposing about um, human nature or something like that? But I'm, and that's what I mean. I'm dumb. I can't. I don't get it. But I know it's there. See this. This is what I took from the movie. Is that. You, you have to believe in your true self because your true <laughs> self will trump all the other selves you have. Like, we all have our, our super goofy, lazy side, our evil side. There's all these different parts of us, right? Mm-hmm. And so when Gizmo gets wet, all of his other sides oh. come out and they d- turn into these savage monsters. But the real you, the real Gizmo is the one that kicks the ass of all the other ones and he takes over and he wins in the end. And is good and like morally upset. I like that. I like that. That's great. <laughs> that that's that's just that's, that's what I pulled out of it. I was like, yeah, because like Stripe <laughs> is like his real evil counterpart, and the rest of them are always like other shitty traits. But like Gizmo's the he's the heart of it all. He's the good side. He's the pure the that's, pure good gremlin. That's why they all or, pick. That's why they all pick on him because they're like, oh yeah, you you goofy yeah. pussy, blah blah blah, being all nice to everybody. Fuck but you you. Have to, you have to stick true to your ethical and moral compass, and you will in the end triumph. That's what it is. Oh my god, that's you beautiful. learned it right here on Real Garbage, everybody. <laughs> Darren, <laughs> thanks for coming down and doing this. This thanks, was a lot Jeff. of fun. As always, follow Real Garbage on Instagram, Facebook. And YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a like or a dislike. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's good for the algorithm. Subscribe and turn on notifications for new episodes every Sunday. And follow Darren on the Ill Informers. You can find his episodes on YouTube and everywhere else you get your podcasts. It's a lot of fun. Thanks again. Excellent. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It was All right. great. All right. Peace. Cheers. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It just means a lot. It really does. I hope you enjoyed that episode. We will see you here next week. Take care. Real garbage.